Quarantine be like that sometimes, you know? It really do. Quarantine made me do things I'd never do, hence sitting under a blanket. Hence doing a podcast, honey. Look at look at what I'm doing. Hello, I'm Jojo, and you are listening to the SF State of Mind podcast. When my year studying at San Francisco State University was cut short by the pandemic that must not be named, I had to return to my hometown in England. So I decided to get together with my amazing friends I met in America to talk all about the city we love. This is just our little slice of SF, but we'll be talking about everything from the best sunset viewpoints to the best drinks we've had. So sit back and get into the SF state of mind. Today, Gracie Alice Murray comes on the show to talk about her 66 days in SF, which involved lots of sunsets, burritos and margaritas. Hello, welcome to the new and improved version of the SF state of mind podcast. I'm Jojo and I'm joined by Gracie Alice Murray today. Hello. Hi, Gracie. How are you today? I'm good, thank you. How are you doing? I'm good. I've got a cup of peppermint tea beside me and I'm chilling. We're going to be talking about all things San Francisco, but you're a bit different to the previous guests I've had on the podcast because you did not get to spend two semesters in San Francisco. You only spent one semester. So tell me more about that. Yeah. Well, I actually spent 66 days there. So T minus 66 days. Wow. I know. I know. Really upsetting, but... So what this is Gracie's do? 66 days in San Francisco, is this podcast. My story. Yeah. yeah this is my autobiography. Um, Did you feel very yeah. much like, yeah, like you got to do a lot. You got to really get to know the city. No. no? Honestly, <laughs> I feel like I experienced the city, but I feel like I missed out on a lot of stuff like traveling around America. And because mm-hmm. I feel like it, A, it's cheaper to do that when you're actually studying in America. And also, yeah, I don't know, I really wanted to go to Vegas. So. I really wanted to go to Vegas as well, but I didn't get there either. And I was also there for two semesters. So the same thing, you know, that swings and roundabouts, some things you get, some things you don't, you know? And you can't complain, honestly. I'd rather have 66 days there than zero days there, so. Absolutely, glass half full. So where are you broadcasting from today, apart from under your blanket? I am broadcasting from under my blanket in Brighton. In Brighton? Inside my house. Good. (laughs) Staying home. Staying home, staying safe, as everyone. It's a very important time to stay at home. Uh, Let's get straight into it. What was your best day in the city? Or if you didn't have a perfect day? Because for me, I think it would be more something about like, if I could curate a 24 hours in the city, what would it be? You know, what would be some things that you would do that you have done and other things that you wish you'd done? Honestly, there was one day where we kind of went, Abby took us kind of around a tour and we went to lots of places and there was a lot of walking. And in all honesty, I would not have walked that much if I'd have gone on my own. <laughs> so I really appreciate that I was being forced to walk. And also that just being, able, I think one thing that I really am happy that I did is I feel like I saw a lot of sunsets while I was in That is San a fantastic Francisco. thing to say you've done. I know. And really, I haven't done that unfortunately I don't ever think I've actually watched a sunset in England like seriously plan to go see a sunset I definitely got that as well is that you start planning what time the sunset is and you plan where you're going to be because yeah get your food and drinks yeah because it's so beautiful like every day if it's a nice day there's a few clouds the sunsets are amazing. amazing the views in San Francisco are just like something else honestly so what was the best uh sunset you saw when you were there I think probably the best sunset I saw is when I watched it from uh, Bernal Heights. Is it? Oh, I can't remember. Yeah, no, it's it is the one of the swing. It's yeah, beautiful. even though it was really cloudy, I really just liked that yeah. one. And also, one day I kind of went on my own to Lake Merced, yeah. and um, 
I like that one. I shouldn't really say that because I was all on my own, but I really did Why? like that one. I, honestly, I some of my best times have been on my own in the city as well. Yeah, exactly. It was really nice. And sunsets are such a... I don't know. I like being in a quiet... Maybe with some music, yeah. I like being quiet and just watching the sunset, not doing much else, just chilling. So being on your yeah, own watching the sunset is really nice. It was lovely. It made me feel really peaceful. And at that point, I was like, oh my gosh, I'm so grateful to be here. And I've still got so much ahead of me. And now I'm like, yeah. I'm glad I did make the most of, of the moments I did have, I think. Yeah, you have those moments a lot, don't you, where you're like, wow, like this is it. Like this is my life right now is seeing some I know. Californian sunsets like this. What did you learn about yourself by your time in San Francisco? Just by living away from home, you know, like in another country. What did I learn about myself? Yeah. Um, I learned that I eat a lot of pasta and I can be really uncreative <laughs> with food. I also learned that I do value my own space, good, but I also really like being around other people. Yeah. Um, which seems like a really basic answer, but no, it's I think about it makes the duality you... of it. That you can be Yeah, both. exactly. And I think that I take a lot of stuff for granted and just like everything kind of so when it's sunny in England, everyone's like, Oh, it's sunny, like this is just one day of sun, don't mm-hmm. get too excited. But in reality we should be like, This is amazing, like it's yeah. sunny. And when you go to California, like it's sunny every day and every day it's amazing that it's sunny. Yeah. It no, feels I like know what you mean again every day. And like even because we are English when we go to California and it is sunny every day, we I feel like we were different because we didn't take it for granted. Like we would yeah. always be sitting out in the quad and uh, on SF yeah. we w- I would always be out. Even if my roommates maybe thought it was not the best weather, I'd be like, this is literally incredible. Like the sun is out every single day. Can you imagine? Yeah, yeah so definitely. The, the gratitude I feel towards the sun is huge. Through the roof now, definitely. So was there, including Bernal Heights, like any other of your favourite views in San Francisco? I think going to different beaches was really nice. I just like all of it. I, I'm quite a city person anyway, but it's in England, there's not really any places you can go where you can experience like nature and a view. Mm-hmm. So it was quite refreshing to like sit somewhere and look out over a city instead of maybe climbing a mountain, looking over like rolling hills or something. Nice. So how does... Like you said, how does the um, San Francisco, how does the city compare to elsewhere that you've lived, like your hometown or your uni town? Well, I've lived in, I lived in London until like two years ago, but it's quite different. I don't know. I think the people are different. Yeah. And it feels a bit more grey in England. I also, I don't know, there's stuff about London that I prefer, obviously. Mm -hmm. But maybe that's just because I was there for such a short period of time, I kind of view it differently. Mm-hmm. Now that I think about it, I think that you're right about the greyness is that if you kind of get somewhere in above high ground in London, or you like look at it in photos and stuff, it's very grey. Yeah. Because of all the sort yeah. of like, well, the weather, and just generally the, the yeah, exactly. old buildings and stuff. But then in San Francisco, everything feels like, like colourful bright. and bright and white. Like, I, I always thought it was a yeah. very like, like very bright like it's almost great. blinding city yeah it's very mathematical almost the way that it's just squares everywhere and you can see yeah. one road which seems to go on for like years i know it still confused English, me up until that. the time that i left about like we'd be you know we i know that it's a very simple thing and obviously like it is so simple like you go from 23rd street you walk a block and you're on 24th <laughs> street but i still would get confused about it until the day that i left yeah 
I'd always I think it was going the other way and that I got further away from I suddenly I'd be on 16th street and I was aiming for 24th and I started on 20th yeah. and I was going the wrong way you know it seems fake because I, I feel like if someone saw us all moving from bird's eye view it would just look so fake almost like cartoons moving because yeah, you just move straight lines yeah and Brighton and London as you say are both very like old historic cities and San Francisco, yeah, definitely. I don't know about you, but I felt it like were. it was so new. Everything's so mm-hmm. new there. Not necessarily clean, but everything is just so like less new than 100 years old, which it is, you know? Yeah, definitely. I feel like this is awful to say, but I feel like in America that it isn't as old as like other countries anyway. So I guess when you go to cities there, it feels newer than it would in England. Yeah, absolutely. As I love to uh, talk about some of my favourite topics on the show, uh, is food and drink. Oh, uh, we love that. I know, right? What was your experience of the food in San Francisco? Did you have a best dish, best restaurant, uh, best beverage? Honestly, it's really opened my eyes to the beauty of burritos. That's one thing <laughs> I'll say. I will never take a burrito for granted. Honestly. I don't know what it is. It's so, especially because I'm a vegetarian, it's not like there's anything spectacular like how they cook the meat or anything it's just it, it hits just, different yeah, the burritos so in San Francisco and they're so huge they're like mm. weighty yeah they're like a bit like you feel it's like you've probably like a got baby. A, a burrito baby, a baby in your hands yeah and really, you must and then after you've eaten yeah. yeah you have a food baby afterwards <laughs> oh my god I just I love the food in America but also I like the milkshakes actually Ooh, there's no other a good one where you can get get a delivered milkshake a, like cake batter milkshake are you kidding oh where did you get that from uh cold stone creamery oh so good it was amazing is there any um like uh do you have any good drinks i was just about to say the margaritas definitely because they they free pour over there which is a blessing <laughs> and a curse a I blessing to, and a curse yeah i spent i think it was 16 dollars on a drink in a club and oh i was like to the guy how much i was very drunk i think i was like how much alcohol can i get for the cheapest amount and he was like i'll give you a gin and tonic but i'll just mainly make it gin and i was like oh yeah that's fine and then it's 16 dollars. i'm like oh dear but it was just a bottle of gin at that point (laughs) it it basically was gin i don't know why he even said the word tonic (laughs) i don't know why it's just gin (laughs) it just seemed like it's yeah it was just gin So uh, about the city in general, though your time was short there, what did you like like feel about the city in terms of? Did you feel welcome in the city? What was your like experience of locals, or did you meet many people from the bay? I felt I did feel welcome. I feel yeah. like if you have an English accent, honestly, you might as well have your own VIP section because <laughs> they, they eat up. They really eat up. They do, yeah. Which is good, but also it does. Even though we're we're quite similar England and America it has made me really realize the culture difference okay even just small things like sense of humor and stuff and how people interact in classrooms it's quite eye-opening because you're just like oh this wouldn't happen in England or like people don't interact so in a way you do kind of feel not like an outsider but just kind of like you're not in the inside the joke that everyone else is yeah, I really actually really understand what you mean. And I think it's de- mm-hmm. hard to articulate, but I I really understand that. The culture difference is yeah. like, yeah, it's, it's like that there's this inside joke that's been going on the whole time. And even yeah. if someone tried to explain it to you, it'd be like, oh, no, nah, you, you don't get it. You don't get it. Yeah, exactly. Even just the way that they, 
they value their education quite highly but at the same time most of the stuff they do in class is just like chatting to the professor and then when you find out that they have to pay to graduate and everything it's just just small stuff I was like that's kind of mad yeah the American school system a uni system compared to ours it's so different yeah that was a huge shock for me so we were sort of having classes with people who were learning how to write paragraphs and learning how to write essays then and there Mm -hmm. when obviously to us going to uni is so much more than that and you have to come with that kind of base knowledge it's the small things that you realize when you go away that actually amount to the bigger things in what way like just the way that in america it feels like they But this did make me feel the same about England. I feel like we all know a lot about our own culture. Mm -hmm. But even small stuff like they wouldn't know that I put a U in the word colour or they wouldn't know that I call Mm, it aubergine or courgette or something. Whereas I would know that about them. But then at the same time, there's stuff about them I wouldn't realise. And it's like, oh, it's weird that we both speak the same language. but No, it's so different. I never thought about that. I think you're completely right. And I think it's down to a lot of, I think, an infatuation in the UK with American culture. Which I know I definitely yeah. am a part of. I've always been a it's very obsessed with American culture. And I think you're right that it's not actually a two-way street. That I think, although there are some people who are, I think it's called an Anglophile, where you're obsessed with England. Mm. There are a lot of people in America like that, but it's not the consensus. Whereas yeah. in the UK, it is the consensus to be really... We know it all. Yeah, even mm. just American music, like, there's a lot exactly. more. And films and things like that. Like, although obviously England has, you know, is doing the most, but... Yeah. I would say there's definitely more TV shows. Everything that I was brought up on points more towards American. Whereas I know so that in America, there's not people being brought up on English TV shows, for example. You know? No. Or English humour. Or English humour, I thought yeah. I was hilarious here, but I'm not funny at all <laughs> Me I too. There. I literally thought I was so funny. And then I you know. get to America, it's like, it's just the things that you yeah. say, that you, like cracking jokes. I've cracked so many jokes in America that were not appreciated in any way and I'm just ashamed that I cracked them in America because I know I had to go home and tell my mum one joke just so I could be like mum was this funny and she was like yeah that's so funny (laughs) you would have got a laugh I like to call this the Rihanna moment since she has a song called I hate that I love you is there anything or is there something that you that you dislike or that you hate something small or it could be big about the city that overall we love yeah, so, I already know my answer. Do you? Okay, good. I already this know. Takes, sometimes I, this, take, this question is taken by a surprise. <laughs> I hate the fact, and I'm not ashamed to say this, with a passion, that when I'm trying to get off the Muni, people start <laughs> trying to get on before I have got off. Are you kidding me? I've actually, I, there's been times where I've shouted at people. Really? I've just been like, let me off first. Like, yeah. come on, no, people. That's actually, it's mine as well. That is my answer. It's just so infuriating. Because it happens just... on the Muni, on the bus, on the bar, everywhere. No. Like, it would be easier for wait. everyone. Yeah. it's. I just. No. I literally think no one taught Americans that that's what you're supposed to do. Like, you're supposed to wait. So is there any albums or songs that remind you of your small time in San Francisco? I actually did have a California playlist, which makes me cry if I listen to it now. <laughs> it doesn't really, but for some reason, Bruno Mars... Um, okay nothing on you now it's like my I can't stop thinking about it or singing it because that's what my housemates played once when we were in the car yeah and I was like I haven't heard this song in so long like and so now every time I hear it I'm like oh no I have something like that me and my housemates have um Beautiful Girls by Sean Kingston exactly it's our version yeah. of that. because when we first had a pre-games this is actually an adorable story 
Um, and we don't have many adorable stories, me and my husband. Yeah, they were kind of broke. (laughs) Um, we couldn't really, I was, I'm always trying to find music that both English or international students and Americans will like, because it is actually quite difficult in terms of, uh, you know, like upbeat pop and the stuff that that people will sing along to. But I put on Beautiful Girls by Sean Kingston, which is obviously like a (gasps) noughties classic. Iconic. And there's this video of me and my housemates all impromptu singing along. And it just oh, fits so that. well because there's three of us. We are, you know, beautiful girls. Or Quartet, yeah. Yeah, exactly. It was just, it's a really nice moment and reminds me of them and San Francisco. I love that. It's always the old songs. This, maybe it's something about America. It's a bit nostalgic. You hear all these old songs and you're like, oh, now I can finally listen to that song that I've been holding back, have been too shamed to listen yeah. to. And listen to it non-ironically because I actually really like that song. <laughs> I think I learned so that there. about a lot in, in America to stop listening to songs. They're like, oh my God, I kind of hate this, but I also love it. I'm just like, you know, you know what? I actually I just love, love it. I just love exactly. it. If you were mayor of San Francisco for a week or for a day, what would you do? Is there anything you change the city apart from improving public transport? Clearly. That is dangerous. That's a dangerous. Mm. <sighs> I don't actually know. To be honest, I wouldn't trust myself as mayor, but I don't know. Maybe just as well as Taco Tuesday, Mm -hmm. maybe like another one during the week. Oh, that's a nice thought. Like Fridays or something. Yeah. This is my favorite food. Or maybe just, yeah, maybe some shops nearer to, I'd like a Walmart near San Francisco State, actually. That is a good good thing. That, see, that's so, yeah. very specific to you, to us and to SF State. Exactly. That's exactly the kind of thing I'm looking for. <laughs> I don't know if it would be possible for my one week there to build the whole Walmart. You know, like I trust you. I think rolling. that you could do it. Do you have any memorable Uber rides that you did in San Francisco? <gasps> yes, I do. That's one of my most memorable stories, actually. Um, on the way back from Taco Tuesday again, the Lethal Taco Tuesday, I left on my own because Mike, who lives around the corner from me, wasn't there. And I left, even though I could have honestly left half an hour later and got home safe, Mm -hmm. I decided that the bus I needed to get went straight past. So I said, I'll just follow the bus route. But I didn't know the bus route. I don't know who I was kidding. So I walked honestly for like 45 minutes. And then when I finally get to a muni stop, it's closed because by that point, it's like half one. Right. So I had to, I had no money in my account. I had no cash because I just moved all my money into another card, which I didn't have oh with me. God. And so I had to go into a corner shop and I was crying at that point. Like, please, how do I get home? And this lovely man in the corner shop paid for my Uber. Oh my and then God. the next day I, I had written the name of his shop down on the notes of my phone, but it was really like vague. Mm-hmm. And so I ended up the next day traveling to find where he was. I ended up, the first place I went was actually the wrong place. Nick's Liquor Store, if you're listening to this, thank you, man. And, uh, <laughs> Shout out. I, I eventually found him. I gave him back the $20 and we had a really nice moment. Gave him a hug. Yeah, Gives so that's my faith. best Uber. Gives me faith in the city. We always come back to San Francisco. But one of the best things about California was how much else there is to see. So where did you travel out of the Bay, out of San Francisco that you really enjoyed? I really enjoyed going to Monterey. I think that was fun. It was a really um, impromptu trip. And it was just quite wholesome. And it was kind of on the brink of when we were all starting to realize like, hey, guys, we're actually probably going home. Yeah. And so we all blew our money, which I've had to pay back, obviously. (laughs) 
but was no regrets right um, because you it had was a great time so nice exactly i ate more pizza and drank more wine there than i have in a long while because i don't even like wine but it was just honestly so nice everyone was there and there was kind of like a a kind of like melancholy feel like we're all sad but at the same time like we're all sad together so it's fine and we'll yeah. make the most of it that's such a nice sentiment dude sweet okay thanks for joining me gracie um stay safe in uh brighton and stay home you too stay home yeah protect yourself protect others Thank you so much for listening to this episode of SF State of Mind. This podcast is completely student produced, made on phones and with free software, so please forgive any audio quality. This podcast was also made in accordance with all the current government's social distancing guidelines. Stay safe and stay indoors. If you missed any of the recommendations throughout this show, don't forget to follow the show on Instagram at sfstate.ofmind. That's sfstate.ofmind. And press follow on your Mixcloud screen right now. Thank you for listening. That was really bad. <laughs> that was good. But... <laughs> Thanks was for listening. Good. Please come again. Sweet.